It's the plug bus with Diego and Justin. 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 Hello. <laughs> hey. Why why no? You're not allowed to do that. What? I'm only allowed to do that to you. Why? <laughs> because it's not fair. No, no, it's perfectly fair. No, Thank you not. very much. Welcome back to the plug plus with Diego and Joss. We out here. We out here. And um last week, what did we discuss? Having a cap? Are you sure? No, we discussed League of Legends last uh, week. Um, so I can't keep up. <laughs> that's, that's all right, man. I forgive you. Um, yes. So having a cat. No. no. <laughs> oh, my League God. Of <laughs> we discussed League of Legends last week and we got into some pretty... Deep stuff. Some pretty deep stuff. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. It I had was, a good it, time. It was nice. It was nice, you know, getting that off my chest. Yeah. And um, I'm just going to start... The episode off here saying fuck League of Legends, uh, <laughs> shit game, don't play it. Just not worth just it. a just a quick update though. <laughs> if you did listen to the League of Legends episode, they're disabling all chat yeah, for, for a little bit just to test it out. They're gonna get rid of it, which is actually like like I said to Diego. I'm like, well, I mean, there's never, never really been a point for all yeah, chat, it, so it never needed to be there in the first place. I don't see why this is a bad thing, and. Um, the next logical step is to just ban chat. In general, <laughs> who really needs it? You got pings. You got you know everything sweet. you need. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, this week we'll be talking about what we talked about at the end of last week's episode, which is which is what our favorite podcasts are. What are our favorite podcasts? What are our favorite podcasts? What are our our favorite podcasts? <laughs> what our what? Yeah, sorry. I'll what stop are doing that. what are our favorite podcasts? What, what just what are your favorite podcasts? Um, I have a lot of favorite podcasts, and um, I think it's a you know a uh, good way to just start this episode with just to be saying how good are podcasts? Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's I, a bit a bit podcastception here, but obviously we're big fans of podcasts. Yeah, and, uh, very podcasting. <laughs> and I think a lot of these podcasts that I've listened to have been very inspirational for me, wanting to make my own. Yeah, for sure. I I love um. Like I, I I love the the form you know the the art form I, I, for I think sure it's it's like there's so much freedom and like Precisely. I I I spend you know seven hours a day four days a week driving yes so you listening can listen to a lot of podcasts. I can listen to so much content learn so many things you know I I usually don't listen to educational podcasts <laughs> I listen to stupid Dungeons and Dragons podcasts but it's fun alas we must move on oh yes. <laughs> Educational, yeah. Learn how to have fun. Yeah, I I definitely learned how to play Dungeons and Dragons Back mostly to. through podcasting. <laughs> like, sorry, l- listening to podcasts. Um, but yeah, well, no, well, I guess we sh- that's a good segue. We, 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 we should add pod. We should clarify that the question is what are our favorite podcasts? That doesn't mean collectively necessarily. That means yeah, some your of these favorite podcasts and Diego's my favorite probably podcasts. never heard of or even listened to before. Exactly, which is fair enough, and I'm sure it's the same way. Well, Otherwise. pretty much every podcast I've ever listened to, I'm pretty sure I've referred Joss to it. <laughs> so maybe not, actually. So, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, um, NADPOD, NADPOD is a good one. Not another Dungeons and Dragons. Not another Dungeons and Dragons podcast or just NADPOD for Nad- sure. NADPOD for sure. Fantastic. Top of the line. Top of the line. That's top tier <laughs> podcasting. One yeah. of the po- first podcasts I started listening to. Yeah. And same. one of the things that really got me into Dungeons and Dragons, I would yeah. say. Definitely. Um, I think you. I think you got me onto the because we were talking about this is before I ever played Dunge- Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. You were talking about this podcast and told me about it, and you're like, I think you'd like this. And boy, did I like it! <laughs> <laughs> Never um, looked back. Really good. <laughs> yeah, it is really good, man. Uh, I, I love it so much. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. If you don't know, I'm sure you've heard of it before. 
but really it's just a role-playing game involving lots of dice, lots of fantasy elements. Yeah. Uh, lots of numbers. You pick a char- par- character, you make your own character that has their own class and their own race and uh, your dungeon master makes a world or takes a world from someone else and uses it and melds yep. it to your characters and then you put them in an adventure and they have to roll dice to you, make decisions. You roll some dice, you put on stupid accents. and then Put on you, stupid accents, you fight motherfuckers. Yeah, you fight heaps of motherfuckers. You kill them all. Yeah. Or they kill you um, very rarely. Yeah, but like I, I guess something that needs to be brought up is that in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons, you don't run into that many dungeons or dragons. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think a lot of people are like, uh, you know, hear Dungeons and Dragons and think, yeah, you know. I don't like dragons yeah. or dungeons. That sucks. <laughs> but like, like in my two, three years of playing Dungeons and Dragons, I don't think I've ever fought a dragon. I yeah. don't think I've even seen a dragon. We'll fix that. We will. Oh, we will. Yeah, good. Because that sounds awesome. Yeah, like, it sounds amazing. It sounds like and we've been shit. down plenty of dungeons, but like, I think it's like, when you hear the word dungeon, it, to me, it sounds like, you know, like you're playing Skyrim, like you're going into a, a dungeon to just claim like a relic and then you finish that quest. Congratulations. And then you Life's move on. Over. Yeah. It's very different to that. There's a yeah. lot of story involved. Yeah. And well, there can be as well. It's very, very easily moldable. Exactly. Like you can just make it like a dungeon crawler if you really wanted yeah. to. Like that's it. not what Nadpod does. No. no. So I think that's like as someone who's DM'd their own uh, game of Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons, I think I took a lot of inspiration from that and from like many other things as well. Because I think that's the best way to write stories is to kind of pull from the stories you like and, yeah, and then uh, meld them into your own. Um, yeah, I, I listened to... So the first like campaign that they do is 100 episodes. 100 episodes. And they're like hour, an hour long, but pretty much all of them. Yes. 100 episodes, hour long. 100 hours of me listening to these people with some special guests every now and then play Dungeons and Dragons yes. for a hundred hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than a hundred hours, more like 200 hours. Yeah, Each probably. episode's about two hours long. So. Is it? Yeah. Ugh. And uh, <laughs> it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah. it's like, great. I think it's like a really easy game to be playing via podcasting, you know? Like, yeah, It's a very sure. cool game to like... Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> yes, precisely. Um, to, um, you know, put into a podcast format because it's so easy to... Well, because that, that's what a lot a lot of the games is talking, you know, yeah, and discussing, it. and um, it's a lot of like your imagination as well involved. Yeah, exactly. And I think that like it's like um, it's like people, it's like an audiobook. Yeah, but people, are, it's like a choose your own adventure audiobook, but other people are choosing it for you. Exactly. You, like and you just let them do whatever they want before your very eyes. It's cool. Well it's really good. Them, you know what I mean? I I, I wish I could ex- exp- like I I just haven't thought about you know, podcasting enough to really get into why it works so well. Yeah, for sure. But um, Brian Murphy, Emily Axford and Coldwell Tanner. And am I missing someone? Jake. Jake. Uh, um, Hol- 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 Hurwitz? Hol- Hol- Hurwitz? Hol- Hol- that's it. Jake <laughs> Hurwitz. Top of, top yeah, of the line. They're all ex-college uh, humor uh, people. Yeah. And, and they're, they're hilarious. They're I think that's so one of the best fun. parts about the podcast is it's funny as all hell. Bro. <laughs> oh my so God. Good. I've never listened to a funnier podcast. It, they are just ridiculously funny off the fly. Yes. It's, it's amazing how like, you know, similar thing. I just like, how have they worked their brain to this point of just being so funny? And I don't like, they don't have to be in front of me. Like I'm just listening to them talk exactly. and like in a setting with each other play Dungeons and Dragons. There's a lot of layers to this. And um, I mean, <laughs> if you compare it to other like Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, like I think some of the famous ones are like Critical Role mm, and... Big one. 
there's another big one that I just can't even remember. There's a lot. But I think a lot of them are like very serious. I saw this thing on Reddit. It's like the tabletop role-playing rule of podcasts. Mm. It's um, if you make a serious character, they will turn out to be very funny. (laughs) If you make a very funny character, they will turn out to be very serious. Yeah, I think it's like how it... I feel like it works a lot with his story as well. It's like juxtaposing that. It's like if you come into a story with a character who's like very like funny and goofy and goofy like a lot of the time the dm's going to be like putting you in a situation where it's like you don't you get can't to be, be funny or goofy you need to make and a decision it kind of like uh brings to the surface like emotions the character might have like uh, yeah behind hidden behind walls it's and stuff awesome. like that and bring them out and you can Whereas just if you're very serious from the forefront it's like the thing that you're going to be holding back is like the comedy. You the know dungeon I mean? master's role, I think, is to just break. Yeah, break, your, break, break the character. The character. <laughs> like, just like really just wear them in. Just like. I think that's the best part about it as well. It's like, like you know, whatever it's, the dungeon master throws at you is how you develop sorry, as a character. It, the, I think a, the, the way a lot of people describe it is collective storytelling. Yes. And it's awesome. I love it. And, um, and yeah, great. It, Again, precisely. in a it, podcast format. What the, what the Dungeon Master brings is really, uh, it, it's interesting because like it develops the character in real time, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like it's not like a story where you're writing it and you kind of know where these characters are going to go or mm. you're reading it and someone's written them like in a way where, you know, you can see where it's going. I There's think the best l- stories are written where you let the characters become who just, they want to be. Just do you know? whatever they, they do. Yeah, for sure. Correct. And um, it's, yeah. It's easy. Uh, I recommend it highly if you ever want to play Dungeons and Dragons. But if you're just yeah. into, I feel like yeah, if if you want to play but you don't quite understand the game, this is like the perfect podcast. It's good because to. one of Jake Hoitz, one of the players, has never played before yeah, as well. Exactly. Like, so you sort of get to playing. learn with him. That's sort Precisely. of what happened with me. And um, it's just like and it's hilarious. They really, I feel like, dumb down the game for you. And I feel like they make it more than just you know. Uh, we have to roll dice. We have to do this. We have to do that. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Brian Murphy does a really good job of making the yeah he's the great. world really he's really uh, really immersive as well. Yeah, immersive and like interactive and like they they really can just do whatever. Like you they said, want. it's like listening to an audio book, except it's just happening before your very eyes. Yeah, four people are writing yes. it as <laughs> as they go. It's awesome. Sweet. Um, next, what else should we talk about? Um. Should we go? Should we? Should Speaking we? Of more comedy. I was gonna say Hamish and Andy. Yeah, yeah. Should we? Let's rattle off all the podcasts that are led by two males. <laughs> yeah, good, good idea. <laughs> um, um, Hamish and Andy. Yeah, I've loved Hamish and Andy for a very long time. Yeah, I, I've never like done the deep dive until like uh, I wouldn't even consider what I'm doing now to be a deep dive. Yeah, but, for sure. Like I've only really, really properly, I guess, followed them like recently. Yeah, you know? yeah. So well, I mean, I've never really listened to radio, so I've yeah, never true. heard like the crux of like their being. I yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but I feel years. like this podcast is more like who they are. And well, like, I can't imagine. I like. I just can't imagine them not doing this. Yes, now because for sure. it's just exactly. so, it's, it's, it's who they them. are. Yeah, it suits them so well. And um, I've seen them do like like gap year. And yeah, well, which yeah, is really, I remember. Really good. I think that's like where I stuff. really got into them. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, yeah, I kind of decided to listen to the podcast. I think probably a few years ago. I went back and listened to all the episodes. So it's like up to like 150 something. I'm, I'm, get, I'm, I'm making my way from number one to, 
to present day. And, oh, God, man, it's hilarious. It's awesome. It is consistently funny. There's and nothing it's, better than just two Aussie blokes. It might, it like, I think as of right now, it's probably my favorite one to listen to. But because, like, ah, oh, I mean, the episodes are pretty short and sweet. They're not They're not too long, yeah, really. Like 40 minutes. Yeah. If not, if that. Um, And, like, like, a good episode of TV, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's got, like, just lots of short... It, if you're going to compare it to TV, it's almost like a sketch show, you know? Yeah, like they, yeah, it is. They have yeah. like just short segments that last like, you know, anywhere between five, ten minutes. Yeah. That are like recurring, will happen like throughout episodes, but they don't repeat them like every Necessarily. week. You have some Peter outs. You have some Peter outs. You have some just like one-offs that kind of just exist. They have like big events that yeah. they build up to and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. They they It's like a really community involved yeah. like, as well, like heavily so. It's it's awesome. It, the community involvement, I think, is one of my favorite parts about it. I've got my Hamish and Andy Power, Power Moves book. Yeah, the coffee, the coffee table <laughs> the coffee book. Table it's awesome. I love it. Hilarious. Because that's um, one of the big segments they have. It's called Power Moves, which is just simply like they get people to write in their favorite like Power Moves. Like, in, uh, in social settings? Yeah, in social yeah. settings. Like, uh, what's an example of um, power move? when when you're letting a car like uh, like when when you give way to a car that you usually should give way to anyway, you point at them, then you point at the spot that they're to take, <laughs> just to assert your dominance. <laughs> Say, like, you, you, you go, go there. there. <laughs> you're allowed. I that, allow you. to. That's a good one. Um, that's a classic. That's a that's probably uh the 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 conga line power move. Oh, that is that was one of my favorite ones. So like, <laughs> if you're so like. If you're second in a conga line, so it's a pretty specific situation, but you could easily get yourself into the situation. If you're second in the conga line um, and you're just congering throughout the whole place, yep. uh, break off from the first person so they're just left conga- congering <laughs> by, by themselves, themselves and you, you've suddenly become the leader of the massive conga line. <laughs> you, have assimil- power you have assimilated the hive. Except <laughs> the only problem with that power move is now you've r- run the risk of becoming that very person. Yeah, now, now you've showed people... How easy it is to obtain. I think such my, power. my my personal favorite conga line power move, but if if you're like around the middle, is breaking off and creating a rival, <laughs> like line. a fifty fifty sort of sharks and jets. Yes, you, and then and then you like have a conga line off. I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> awesome. or something like that. <laughs> you shuffle menacingly towards each other. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just shit like that it is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, great and segment. It's all like you said, community based. Like, I, um, I'm sure they have like their own every now and then, but like. A lot of it just comes from the community. Literally, just just like just people from, mainly in Australia, but yeah. you know they have the international listeners as well. Just sort of like just giving them the content, yeah, <laughs> and then sure. everyone's just like, "Yeah, this is great. I love." And I think um, chat special skills is like the like if I was going to compare it to the plug podcast, yeah, it's like it's like the the guest segment for you yeah, know, gotcha. Us. Like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the 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 kind of the foundation for the show. Yeah, the special skills, which is just simply like. People write into the show and be like, I have this ridiculous special skill that no one else can do. For sure. And uh, I want, like, and then they come in and test them. And if I, they do I, really good, they give them a Bitcoin. I've been something. I've been training to to my special skill, Which I've realized. Um, you give me a dollar amount and I'll fill up petrol within four cents either way to that dollar amount. Like, with, without, like, letting go yeah, once. Yeah, like, just... Psh- and then, yeah. That's pretty cool if yeah. you can do that. That's why I've done it. I've tried it at 7-Eleven a couple of times. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. It has to be digital though. It can't be the like the white ones that like uh, flip yeah, over. Yeah. Like, Those are a bit iffy. You know, yeah, right? I, it can't do it. It can't be done. But digital ones, I'm training. I'm in training. <laughs> He's in training. I'm in training to do flags. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got all the countries down, but I, I feel like that's not special enough a skill. You need, I, I want to be the, able to be the like... territories. I can name any country, territory, or uh, what's the word? protectorate like state yeah 
Any flag, flag you give me, I can name yeah. exactly where it's from. Yeah, for um, sure. And so that's what I'm training for. I just um, listened to, talking about the community involvement, I just listened to, I guess, the string of episodes where they do the bit about building the hot rod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where they, it's it's a lottery. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's but, a lottery. And they're like, it's not a lottery. And they, it's a lottery. They, 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 they jump through all the legal hoops possible. Hilarious. To, to, yeah, it's it's... It's really, really good. But yeah. There's some good special skills. Like I think one of my favorites was like I can peel a mandarin without oh in one God. in one good swift break. I feel so bad for that guy. And he just messed it you up. You know so who else bad. I feel bad for? Who? Podcast Mike. Oh, Podcast Mike. He cops it. Cops it. <laughs> so Jack so much. But yeah, but Jack Post deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who hasn't listened to Hamish and Podcast, they have like a producer, Jack, who's kind of like the third like guy who they often like. The third just, mate. They call him like a, a weasel because he is a bit of a weasel. He, is a weasel. He, he will like often try to get out of work, and he will uh, get be very stingy with money. Very, very stingy with money. Always trying to avoid giving anybody any charity whatsoever, yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> he is very funny. He's very. And, then and he's pod- a good musician too. And then there's podcast Mike, who has his own podcast, which I oh, um, awesome. really want to start listening to. So is Jack, um, which I also want to start listening to. Great. But Podcast Mike's like their resident gamer. Yeah, he's like the resident nerd. <laughs> he just works basically. on the podcast, but he just always comes in to be like when they have questions about like, because I have this like certain, uh, like they always make jokes about Pokemon. Stigma. They Stigma, <laughs> yeah. They're like, like, Pokemon's lame and whatever. And then Podcast, like there was one guy who had a special skill where he's like, I could tell you anything about Pokemon. And so they challenged him against Podcast Yeah, Mike. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that was about like the Super Mario. Yeah, like, yeah, universe, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Which is just hilarious. It was awesome. And I then, just, like, uh, I think one of the funniest things that's happened in one of the more recent episodes is they've always given Harry Potter a lot of shit. Yeah. But, like, yes. <laughs> Hamish has been like, well, my son's into Harry Potter now, and I thought I'd watch the movies, read the books. He's like, it's pretty good. I'm, in, <laughs> I'm into bad. it. It's but, all right. Yeah. You know, we gave it crap all these years, and Hamish's like, can't believe you. I mean, Andy's like, can't believe you betrayed me. <laughs> but, yeah, pretty funny stuff. Join the, join the side of the nerds. Because Hamish and Andy, I guess, are, are your more typical, like, Melbourne bloke yes. blokes where they you know they watch the footy they eat sausage sizzle they go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> exactly which is just just hilarious like Aussie yeah Banter, they are know? great they are they are they are really funny and um you know. what's some other good stuff they do like i said they got like merch and stuff like that yeah, i like the uh the, well, the shirts i've just released they just like they touch with the common man <laughs> they they love like Overproducing like things that need no attention whatsoever, like oh, the yeah, most, sure. and underproducing things that need to be like big. Like yeah, they love, sure, they love sure. like the big finish. Have you ever listened to those episodes? Finish. I've heard one of those. Oh I heard that, I've heard that for the first time, and I was like, without what? spoiling it too hard, they like Hamish is like, I'm gonna promise there's gonna be a big finish for like the uh, last last episode of the year. Some, yeah, and then you get all throughout the year, you get like day like updates where Andy's like, I don't believe there's gonna be a big finish. No, no. And he's like, now it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and then the last episode is just like hilarious. Yeah, you, you I, 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 I'm getting that. I'm I'm up to 2019, so yeah. I've, I've finished 2018. And then um, I think there's one more thing I was gonna bring up about Hamish and Andy. Uh, yeah, but I think it's just the community involvement in general and like. The running gags that yeah. they have all the way through from like the um what do you call it radio days which yeah it's just crazy like years and years of just like inside jokes even even segments that they they brought over from radio like, for sure um but yeah like and like then you like you, so you like you got like the ahoy which is like the, yep. the official podcast greeting so yeah. anyone else's <laughs> the phone they say ahoy ahoy yeah. There was also going to mention that happy birthday Andy which I think is hilarious yeah so Andy Andy's family doesn't celebrate birthdays. 
And Hamish has taken it upon himself to completely just fuck with Andy and just be like, oh, he just demands me that I say happy birthday to him every day, yeah, every, he, every day of the year. And he makes his birthday like the biggest day of the yeah. year. Like Andy <laughs> hates it. He's like, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> hey, mate, everybody that calls up says, ahoy, boys, happy birthday, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and then congratulations on the superior penis. <laughs> congratulations. Hamish, because on the SP. <laughs> one, one, one time in the past... Uh, they had a peeing competition. They had a peeing competition and, and Hamish, wiped, Hamish, Ham, Hamish wiped the floor. Yeah, it was And awesome. then every time it's like, congratulations, superior penis. And then Hamish would be like, oh, sorry, just trying to put it behind he, me. He made, it's he not that big a deal, he but he always makes a big deal. He did this like hilarious. whole 10 minute bit about how he was like, yes, I have a superior penis. And you know what? I think it's time to put it behind <laughs> I really want to move on from this part of my life. Please nobody bring it up again. Really, when you message him, when you call in, don't mention it. And then when someone mentions it, he'll just, talk for about five minutes about it. He's trying to put him behind. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, no, they're, they're really, really funny. I love and, them. Uh, yeah, Remembering Project, quickly. We'll yeah, talk about just that, quickly. Which is just a uh, a little like mini podcast that I've done. It's a side quest. Which is um simply just looking, they pick a date and then they go and uh, look back at all like the run sheets from the previous years. Yeah. And like they choose one of the run sheets and get like an audio clip and just remember about like what they were talking about, why they were talking about it. I love it. it. Yeah, it's awesome. And it, it's fantastic. And it, like, it's really just like, they've admitted it. They're just like recycling content. Yes. <laughs> but, well, like, I mean, like, in, you, in, a, in a way that like they, they still have a new perspective and still get involved. When you got it. 15 years of content behind it, you might as well you might as, it off. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and some people, I guess like that, I, I can only assume they're getting more and more popular as they go along. Precisely. I can't imagine people are listening to the podcast and dropping off. It's no. not getting any worse. Yes. Um, onto our next podcast led by a pair of males. Friendship uh, onion? Yeah, let's do the friendship onion. Was, was that what it was going to be? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> that, that, that was my next one. Um, nice. The friendship onion. Yeah. Oh my God. So what, good. What a beautiful, <laughs> wholesome, like life experience, educational, like podcast of like just, just, oh my God. It's, two of the best accents in the game. Two, <laughs> two, of, the, two of the best blokes in the, <laughs> in the entire world. I think like these two guys are... I don't know when I listen to them and like the life experience that they've had and all the things that they've learned and the way they approach culture and stuff like that is beautiful. Yeah, I love sure. it. I love how like how invested in not themselves they are. Yes, like they, sure. Like, ah, oh, it's beautiful. So the friendship onion is um, a podcast by uh, Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd who play uh, respectively um, Mary and Pippin from uh, Lord of the Rings, and it's amazing. Like yeah. they're, they're they're best friends. Like they are literally they see Which each other awesome. every weekend. Like they they hang out all the time. Their parents hang out. They like it's amazing. And they also play League of Legends yeah. together now. Which is awesome as well. So awesome. And like, oh man, like every episode. I mean, they don't really. I don't really catch them doing the same thing. Like they have like their segments and stuff like yes. that. Billy and Dom eat the world. Billy and Dom eat the world is people, awesome. People recommend a, a food to them that they they need to try. And then that's they what it reminded it. me when we did the mixed spicy episode. Yeah, right. Billy and Dom eat the world because like it's just a whole segment of them going. Oh yes, this is really delicious. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a nine out of ten. It's um, so funny. You're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it, I, I really, really love it. What else? They do. Um, is it funky? 
Is it funky? <laughs> <laughs> and the, what do you call it? I listened to an episode the other day where they had the the Eurovision song, Think About Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is funky. Yeah, this is funky. They had um, um, Thundercat on like a, a week before that what? or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, they didn't have, but they were listening to oh, a Thundercat song. I was song. like, well, so, I need to catch up. So, so. You're so excited. They have spoken to a, a bunch of guests though. Yeah. Sean Astin, who plays Sean Astin. Um, I haven't listened Samwise to Samwise yeah. Gamgee. Oh, it's lovely. It's and really, had, really um, nice. They had what do you call it? Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. They had uh, an astronaut on. Yeah, which is so cool. Because <laughs> um, they've always just talked about how they like space and stuff. Space and stuff. And then Billy is like a big fan of like physics. Yeah, and like yeah. he's like string theory. I love string theory. <laughs> <laughs> they had um Sir Sir Michael. I forget his name, but he he was the leader of the special effects team for um, yes. Lord of the Rings. Um, from Weta Workshop. You know. Yeah, yeah, in uh, New Zealand. Uh, uh, I don't remember the the city that they're from, but anyway, they. From that movie onwards, they've just completely blown up and are constantly working special effects. Which is awesome. It is awesome. And, like, the dude who does it all, he started from, you know, going to the dam that he had, like, his property, like, his parents had a property and he'd go to the dam, shovel out some clay and just make stuff. Yeah, which is Like, as a kid. And now he's doing, and and then he did, like, Lord of the Rings. Which is awesome because, like, I feel like a lot of, uh, what do you call it, the people who worked on Lord of the Rings, it was their kind of first... Yeah. Like, hoorah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Especially for like the cast and the, um, like, totally. obviously Elijah Wood, I feel like, had a bit of a, a backing. A backing going. Yeah. Like, he was Some on, momentum. Um, what, what's it called? The movie with uh, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah, right. And um, I'm pretty sure he was in a bunch of stuff as a child. Sean Astin has been in a lot. Yeah, since then, for sure. But, like, but, well, no, before that. Sean, oh, Astin, yeah. Sean Astin's, uh, both his parents were like um, actors, like mm, quite, quite big actors, I'm pretty sure. Um, they started like the like unions and stuff like that in America. Uh, sure, yeah. And so. they, they like I think all the actors went on to do some really cool stuff. After yeah, it. yeah. Like especially Dominic Monaghan in uh, Lost. In Lost, one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, his character is like my favorite in Lost as well. So. Oh man, Viggo Mortensen. I'm pretty sure made an album with Buckethead, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> and did you know he um broke his toe when he uh, yeah what what when crazy he, when he the orc helmet yeah, he actually in, broke in his the toe two towers yeah yeah, yeah yeah he actually broke his toe That's, yeah and that pain was real. Oh, man, I love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so do I. I love it. And, like, they they do, like, obviously, they, they don't bother trying to, like, avoid, like, yeah. the Lord, talking about Lord of the Rings. Because they know a lot of people who listen are coming because they're from Lord of the Rings. Like, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and like, you know, I came because it's marrying people from exactly, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I stayed because it's Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd who are sure. just these two dudes who have, you know, had a beautiful life and are now just, like, enjoying themselves, you know, finding work wherever sure. they want to you know it's like it's and it's i love awesome. the like segments they do where they like get guests on to ask some like trivia questions about, about lord of the rings. rings yeah and like they ask like their producer and he, he sucked hilarious. <laughs> he even though he's like i've read every book i've done all john, this. john the producer always gets shit wrong it's <laughs> hilarious it's very like it's similar to the hamish and andy podcast in that sense where there's like a third dude who is yeah sort of known for fucking things up and you got just, yeah, it's instead of Aussie banter, it's Scottish and Irish banter. Yeah, so. yes. Irish? Is he Irish? I'm pretty sure. I thought he was from Scottish. Well, Billy Boyd is Scottish. And then maybe he's, maybe he's British. I don't know. I, I think, think, I, think I think Dominic Monaghan's English. English, yeah. Like Manchester English or something. I don't remember. Oh, anyway. yeah, he definitely is from Manchester. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. But yeah, fantastic. They're, they're so, so good, man. Like, it's such a nice podcast to listen to. Highly, highly recommend highly it. Highly recommend it. Even it, if especially you, if you like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But, Especially if you like Lord of the Rings, but if you don't, 
for the friendship onion go check it out it's so much fun it's it's beautiful and it's it's wholesome and it'll give you the serotonin boost you need <laughs> to get through your day man for sure i promise um what else have you got well i've got one more led uh by two males it's a metaphysical milkshake, milkshake. yeah metaphysical milkshake is pretty excellent i've only listened um, to like three episodes it's, of it's, it. it's really really good it uh hosted by uh reza aslan um who's uh basically like a, a religious professor basically yes. um and rain wilson who is uh very very religious and also plays dwight Schrute in the office and he's a very very smart guy he runs his own charity he's trying to basically send young women to school basically like that's awesome. that, that's his pretty much life these days is just doing that um and they they get through some pretty awesome stuff like every episode is like i guess a question in a, in a way sort of I've, yeah, yeah. Except i feel like it's more uh, educational and yeah more, I, I know mind opening i suppose yeah yeah it's it's the and like um yeah these dudes are geniuses like they're they're both very very clever in in, in genia yeah (laughs) very clever in the way they think and they also have some amazing guests that come on they had recently um jason isbell um huge country artist who wrote uh that album that was ridiculously good Uh, (laughs) i remember the name of it had elephant on it Beautiful song. Anyway, and like they're like asking like where does music come from? They ask like what do we need to do to solve poverty and uh, what else? How do you want to die? What can men learn from women? Should we colonize Mars? Oh, I listened to that one. That was good. They're all good. I really, really, really like them. And like they're led by, like I said, two really clever people with, again, more life experience than me. I guess that's my favorite part is like, you know. People can listen to us, but you know we're we're in we're in our early twenties. Sure, we yeah. we we don't like have much wisdom. There's ga- there's gaps in our knowledge for sure, but for sure. we're young, we're spry. You I know. think the point of podcasting for me is to to like you know become wiser and and, and gain more knowledge. I guess I understand stuff better. I feel like just simply talking about this stuff is yeah. just like a fantastic way to kind of like increase your knowledge, even yeah. though we're literally just two dudes who. <laughs> Don't know much, you live, know? and they live together anyway. Yeah, precisely, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, it's it's if you set aside, I, I guess, a space every Sunday, let's say, <laughs> for example, to talk to another guy in a room by yourselves for I don't know half an hour, an hour. There's something like you come out of uh, knowing a bit more. Yeah, than you exactly. Did when you, in. you 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 come out of the room just feeling like. You know, there's something that you learned. Exactly. In, in the, in and if that. you build a home studio and you set up a few mics and uh, you, you get an interface and you plug them in and you hit record on Logic Pro X, then maybe, and then you edit it together for like 14 years <laughs> and you upload it to Buzzsprout. Thanks, Buzzsprout. Thanks, um, Buzzsprout. <laughs> Shout and out. And like a few people listen to it and then like maybe you will also walk out of that podcast and be like, wow. I, I learned a bit. I learned a bit today. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I think a big reason I've suddenly gotten really into podcasts more than I, I listen to podcasts more than I listen to music these days. Yeah, probably I think a here. big reason is because like I'm doing my own one and I like to see what other people are doing. Yes. You know, it's the same thing as like, I mean, me being a musician, I love hearing what other musicians have, exactly. to, have to say or have to play. And as a podcaster, there's, you know, you can only cover so much ground, no matter how ridiculous and all over the place you want to ask these questions and make the topics of your podcast. No matter, you can't cover all the ground. No. Yeah. God, no. You got to let some other people do precisely do some carrying as well. And I think, yeah, it's, I don't know about just getting around and listening to, and I guess that's the point of this podcast is, yeah. is to be like, go 
we, we can only provide so much knowledge. Go listen to these other guys who have much more wisdom than us. Yeah, and I think metaphysical exactly. milkshake are like the epitome of that. You know, yeah, I mean? in, in a way, yeah, I th- they they are some just extremely clever dudes who have seen a lot and been through been through a lot. You exactly. Know? Um, and th- there's just there's so much to learn. Oh, there was um just uh, this is my favorite episode so far. I thought it was amazing. Um, mm. Reza Reza Aslan did an interview with uh, I don't remember her name. This this woman who was like. I think it was the episode where what can men learn from women or yeah, I was one I've listened to as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe it was, what does it mean to be a man? One of those. Yeah. Um, and Reza took his like seven year old kid to, to this, um, to this woman to ask questions and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, about that like, in this episode then it would have been, what, what does it mean to be a man? And it was Probably. a, it was a, it was a woman talking to Reza and his seven year old son about like, you know, these are the things that, you know, I, I guess we should avoid at all costs, you know, talking about men. And this seven-year-old kid was like, well, like, what about this? How yeah. come people do this? Why <laughs> do you think people do this? And I'm like, oh, my God, the seven-year-old kid is smarter He's than a me. genius, bro. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was so wholesome. I mean, if like, you have that person as a father, it's just like, you're, you're set up, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's got like seven kids or something. Oh, jeez. Well. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a herd. And I think I liked, um, there was an episode about... Uh, I don't know if it was a part of another episode, but where they talked in depth about bringing children into the world. Yeah, yeah. So they, they like, I mean, they have this, I guess, segment where they like ask listeners questions. Yeah. And then this one listener asks, like, do you think, like, how do you approach morally and ethically bringing a child into the current world that we live in? And I thought it was such an interesting discussion. Yeah, it's very interesting. Because, um, yeah, like there's pros and cons for both. Of course. Of and course. it's just such a, like a question that I don't think people think about like enough, especially like your average Joe, hmm. who's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say people are selfish, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, like, for sure. You know, I'm, I'm selfish when it comes to it, you know. Hmm. I think we are all like selfish on a certain level, but like, I feel like a lot you of gotta people be. don't understand the quite the consequences of just bringing children into the world without even really considering like, hey, like, will this world even be like, like a safe place for people to be living in exactly. 40 years? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess, um, Especially when, you know, like the, a country that we're a part of, Australia, like like using it that context to, to discuss it, like we're one of the only countries in the world who uh, still denies climate change, which yeah. is just ridiculous. We'll see how we go when, yeah, we, when honestly, we get like, to Glasgow, but we'll see how we go. And I'm like, do you really want to be bringing a child onto a world that's like exclaiming that something that most people agree exists doesn't, doesn't exist? Doesn't exist, yeah. And like, obviously it's... The, the the other side of that is is like totally the individual's choice. Yeah, and you yeah. deserve to have a family. Of, of course, I, I I had like a conversation with my mum about it. Yeah, because I was talking to her about this podcast episode, and um, yeah, it was it was so interesting to hear it from from a mother's perspective. And she like I asked her, and I told her about it. She was, and I was like, yeah, they have this podcast, and they asked like, oh, is it more morally okay to bring children into this world? And she just went. Oh, don't get me started. And just like, we just went on this big spiel about how it's like, you know, there's, there's so many dimensions to it that exactly. the so only, the only thing that it could possibly come down to, because there's pros and cons that outweigh each other up until the individual's choice. Yes. Like what do they want to do? Precisely. Um, and if it aligns with your morals and ethics specifically, it doesn't have like, I mean, because everybody, exactly. everybody's like, got something different that they value. Your, um, like your life is not based off mine, no. my opinions of yours. No. Exactly. Like, so no. like if I were to be like, it's morally incorrect to have a child and you had a child, like 
just because I think it's morally incorrect isn't because like doesn't mean that you know you're like a morally incorrect person. <laughs> yeah, it just I mean? means that. Just our, means I think that that wasn't a good idea. We don't line up. Like exactly. our morals don't align, and you know not everybody's will. Precisely. Um, if Joss were to have a kid, and I said, "Hey, don't do that," I'm sure he would. I would be like, throw, well, throw already, the baby out. <laughs> exactly. I care about your opinion so much, Diego. <laughs> <laughs> if my, like, it's like ultimately come, comes down to the individual and what they choose to do. For sure. And I think you should always respect that, especially when it's got so many layers to it. Like, exactly. if it's, like, I always bring it back to this, but if it's genocide and you're like, someone's <laughs> like, well, this is my choice. You're going to yeah. be like, well, like, no. Like, <laughs> most people in the world just like agree that this is a horrible thing to do. Exactly. Whereas, so it's like, you just, know, having a kid's a bit more 50-50. <laughs> take a step back and think what what a, what a majority of people on the planet are gonna think to exactly do? oh big announcement i'm pretty sure we've hit uh 7.9 uh, billion population <laughs> yeah actually let me check um we were having a look yesterday i think yeah um sorry to, sorry to interrupt this scheduled program like, no no i'm not having a child believe it or not <laughs> Carly is plenty, but no, we yeah. hit we hit seven point nine billion. Uh, Would people have been overnight, oh, yeah. over Friday night. Yeah, there you go. So because it was so funny, I was eight just, billion. We're coming. <laughs> <laughs> we're already at nine hundred seven thousand seven. <laughs> Seven thousand thousand billion nine hundred million two hundred ninety nine thousand one hundred and four five six seven eight nine ten. Okay, cool. That's how quickly we're gaining. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, I get you. I was wondering what that was. Okay. <laughs> God, man. We and we also had a look at the other day um the graph of like the uh, human population over the years and then like how like you know it seemed to be going so well. <laughs> Do you remember that? And there was sudden yeah, dips, was, and we was, were like, "What happened there?" Because I was interested. I was just interested in like you know. Has world population just steadily increased, or has there been times where the world population literally decreased? <laughs> and I think it was like three times where it's just like dropped down we, suddenly. We saw like, it. We were like, "What?" Oh. The fuck? Yeah. Imagine like, you're like looking at it, you're like, eh, "Black Death." Eh. <laughs> Spanish flu. <laughs> <is great. laughs> Wobble three. Yeah. That's coming. Yeah, that'll happen. Came for it. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, we, I guess I pondered the question. Like, imagine living in a world where death was more. I guess around. If more than people life. were dying than p- people were born. Yeah. <laughs> but like that if would only, just be if insane. only. If only. Um, I've got like a right. few more to rattle off. Uh, like quick ones. Go for it. Man. Robbers a podcast has been one I've been listening oh, to yeah, so yeah, much yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. Simply, it's just a survivor podcast. It's it, basically episode two of this of this series was a bit of a like a like a I guess you could say a window into the giant mansion that is my love for survival <laughs> and yeah I, I listen to survivor podcast what can i say this is a, a podcast made by a, an ex-survivor contestant and he does it with a lot of ex-survivor contestants he was in season six of survivor he came third very unfortunate he's uh, like he's regarded as one of the best players of all time nice. who got snubbed by the final two because you know how it happens it happens um but yeah, it was like played a very modern game in a, a very old season, is what they what they say. Um, it was ahead of the times. Ahead of the times, ahead of the curve, and he made a podcast, and it's probably the Survivor podcast. Mm. Like I think most people refer to it as like the Survivor podcast to listen to. I guess exactly. I don't really know any other ones except that one episode. N- yeah, never do I really, and yeah, I want it. We're gonna yeah. start our own Survivor podcast. Contest it. <laughs> No, but um, it's it's excellent. He has so he does so much content. They do Big Brother as well. They do oh, cool. like international Survivor with like 
uh, Shed and Gus, which is awesome. Hell yeah. Um, so like Australian Survivor and yep. South African Survivor. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic. They have so much content weekly. Weekly like recaps. They do a thing called Know It Alls with uh, Robin Stephen Fishback. Fishback's a great Survivor contestant, and they Fishback. like famously uh, what do you call it? Both have obviously never won the game, and so uh. in the theme songs they're like talking about how they know it all and then this guy's just like haven't you guys both lost the game and then just cut them off <laughs> I love that so man. yeah it's funny and it's awesome it's just really good if you're into Survivor I um, recommend it I've, I've got a pair that I, I'd like to quickly rattle off um, Strong Songs mm. and um, Song Exploder oh I have Song Exploder on mine as well yeah Song Exploder is a, is a cracker always has been always Explo- will be <laughs> I haven't listened to Song Ex- like when I listen to Song Exploder it's like I will listen to like a lot just in a day because it's very short episodes and yeah. they don't release that often. So no. I'll kind of like come to it like once a year and be like, I'm just going to listen to there's it. A, yeah, there's a, it's, it's like a binge worthy sort of thing. Precisely. You, you just got to just, just, it's like a long anime. Like you're not going to watch it every exactly. week, bro. Just, and just I was, do it I was when it's looking finished. at it earlier today, like what ones have done recently. I was like, shit, I have to catch up. And what ones have they done recently? Um, some, some, there's been some really good ones that I've really wanted to um, do. My one of my absolute favorites was um, the one with Cat Stevens. Oh, that's one I haven't listened to. I was going to mention that one's gorgeous. I Arlo love Parks that. they did. Imagine Dragons, which I'd just be like. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that'd be very very. Porter Robinson, which I would love to listen to. They did the they Billy did Billy Eilish Glass Animals. Oh, yeah, they did too. Yeah. Uh, Haim, uh Billy Eilish. Everything Eilish. I've wanted. Yeah. Which I haven't listened to. That's a great one. It's really good. Um, but some of my favorites that I've uh, listened to got to be uh, Shook Ones Part 2, Mob, uh, oh, Mob awesome. D. Oh, Hell which yeah. Which is really sick because uh, <clears throat> they talk with like, I think there's three rappers in the group. One of them's passed away since. And so there's a lot of like, I know it's like I went into that and it was like 22 minutes of just like, damn, I didn't expect this to be as real as it is. Yeah. It's like super sad and like. They get into just how this song kind of projected them into the, like the 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 big like scene. Yeah, wow. And they kind of came from nothing and blew up with this one song, and it's such a good song. Oh well, yeah, I mean, no wonder that they blew up with this one. It's it's timeless. It's timeless. It's that's timeless. for sure. And yeah, I think that's what song song exploder is about. Really, it's just getting a new perspective on songs on, that you on love. just cracker songs man like and it, it's like such a nice even if you're not a musician it's a, an incredible insight and it's pretty straightforward they don't really get into like the like the you know the boring music theory yeah stuff and they're like oh, so why do you use a it's, one four five six and like, what's it's, that? Like, it's purely creative exactly it's um, purely like where were you when you wrote the song why'd you write it yeah exactly from? and i think it's very inspirational as a as a songwriter as well to go back and hear where these amazing songs and how they came from you know nothing maybe if they came from from just like exactly. a quick voice memo or if they came from years and years of work like uh father and son came spoiler alert came from a musical that never happened oh there you go yeah he was writing for a musical and like listening to it now i'm like oh my god that makes sense and makes it even more beautiful of a song i love that song for sure and then i think some of my favorites i love the corny barnett did depressed and which is like the first oh, one i listened to nice and um that's just like if you ever listen to Corny Barnett's music before, obviously you know how much of a storyteller she really is. Depressing as well as a, like a very like they she like I can imagine how much she would crack. It, into it's such it. an in depth song, and so I like love that song. it was really good to crack it open and just listen to all, what it's all about. Good album plug. Um, I think another one that I really liked was uh, Tame Impala did one off his new album. Yep, yep. it might be time. Of like an album I wasn't huge on, but like. I really like that song and it was really cool to 
like hear about like how he kind of secluded himself when he was writing it. Yeah. And like how he kind of just came up with simple ideas and was just like, yep, yeah, let's just build move off it on of from that. here. Yeah, cool. I'm, I, I don't think I've listened to that. Just quick sidebar. Sure. Did you see that uh, there's a Lil Yachty remix of a Tame Impala song? Yeah, I think I did. I think it's um, interesting. Tame Impala's worked with Lil Yachty before in the past. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I thought like, so. Produced I thought a lot of his songs yeah. and stuff like that, which is interesting. I don't mind Lil Yachty. Like, he's been very hit, hit, hit or miss for me. Yeah, I hear you. Um, but yeah, pretty cool collaboration. Mm. And I've seen like recently the, the Kid Laurie's collaborating with uh, Tame Impala. Oh, cool. It's another cool. That would be interesting. Uh, thing to hear. He, he collaborates with a lot of people. Tame and, Impala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Tame Impala. Yeah, John, John Tame. John Impala. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i think he's just a really good producer and oh yeah of as course. Much as he hasn't been a big fan of uh his previous tame impala record like you, you know like people like, like the wise jake fitzgibbon said he just hasn't released my favorite album yet. yeah that's it the beatles never released their best album <laughs> kevin parker's yet to do it but like i i think we need to all grow up okay i think i think it's serious time now we need serious. to all grow up we need to take a good look in the mirror and say to ourselves, yes, okay, fine. I admit it. Kevin Parker shaped the entire Australian music scene as it is. You can't do and, that. And, and he's been shaping it for like five, a now. like a decade now, like five to ten years now. Since Lonerism came out. Like, like his in sound. Speaker too, like that, like exactly. The psychedelic, like he, I feel like kind of is the forefront for like shaping the music industry in, in that like. He, every time he released an album, everyone would be like, that's awesome, we're going to do that. And then <laughs> yes. like, he'd release another album where it was like completely different and like, shit, we're going to do that now. Like so many like just sounds that he uses, like that that like that, that like plucky bass yeah. sort of thing that is really huge right now. That was like, he was he did that fucking six years ago. Exactly. And, everyone, and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, I'll, I'll just do that. <laughs> <laughs> that worked for him. And it works for everybody that seems Precisely, to can do it. Precisely, because he can read the industry really well, I feel like. I think he just he can, like... He can see where what people are going to like before it even happens. Yeah, and, and I, he has no troubles making music that uh, people will enjoy. Doesn't matter. He, I don't think he's really concerned about, you know, maintaining like a quote-unquote fan base. Yeah. I think... He's sort of more relying on that, that like he he's just going to release whatever he wants, and whoever wants to jump on the train to jump off, will do it. Exactly. But regardless, I, I like he really has like the sound of Australian music. You know, any any if you go to Sydney, right, and you go see any show where there's a dude as a front man <laughs> <laughs> playing the guitar, there will be some Kevin Parker aspects to the For music, sure. and, and their look as well, and their look, yeah, dead set. <laughs> like he really has. Sh- like he's yeah, he's got us all on strings, man. Um, Good on him. And I think one quick one before you talk about the other podcast you were just talking about. Um, Semi Sonic did a good episode on closing time. Oh my nice. god, the best episode of Sonic Exploder. I reckon. Oh really? It is such a great like because obviously closing time is like a bit of a meme. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. it's just the song that pubs play when it's time to close. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, he really talks about how like. The song came. It's not even at all about anything to do with that. It's. I didn't imagine it would be. It's about his like uh, son that was in hospital at the time um, with his uh, wife. Like it was. Be- he was being born, and um, he's he, like his son was really sick when he came out the womb and was like oh, super Jesus. premature and stuff like that. And uh, what do you call it? He was recording the album at the same time, and it was kind of like 
this album was do or die. It had to be successful, otherwise his music career wow, was over. Wow, shit. And he had to kind of like sacrifice a lot like of time spending with his son that was like really premature and stuff like that. Fuck. And um, it's like such a heavy listen. You don't expect it to be like this heavy as, as it is. Yeah. And it ends super like nicely where like um, the song came out the day his son was born. Oh, and that's he's right. in the yeah, he's yeah, in the paramedics yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and it comes on the radio and he's like damn it's a good song and he's like it's me it's <laughs> yeah, bloody me it's about my son that that's was amazing. just born and yeah. like what and it's that's just crazy, crazy man. yeah no so like like i said song exploder explores all these different avenues for inspiration where it can come from you know some of the darkest most troublesome worrying down parts of someone's life and some of it can just come from like i want to make a song yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know like like i feel like the tempo ones like you're not getting into very much like depth it's just tempo like yeah i did this and i did this yeah did which this. is like it's chill you know it's uh, like, totally and you know inspiration comes from anywhere and everywhere you like you just gotta be willing i guess to to draw from whatever it is exactly that's um, p- being put in front of you. What was the other one you were talking about? Um, strong songs yeah. as well. So pretty, pretty similar, similar vein, um, really, but uh, just like another, I guess, uh, another format to 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 do this a similar thing, and they morph and yeah, they focus on uh, the. I guess this one's more about like why it's such a strong song in a way. Um, the one that I listened to recently was, I mean, because it's huge again. Um, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Um, and he just talks about why it's just like a why, why and how it just works so well and the push and the pull and just Lindsey Buckingham being a freak guitarist. Yeah, for sure. Horrible person. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't freak. know much about the Fleetwood Mac he's, situation. Yeah, but. he's just like he's not. Like, I, I mean, he's probably problematic in in some way that I don't know about. But like, just like as a human being, he's just like just a douche, basically. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. But yeah. No. He he deal. He. he I think he talks less about inspiration for the song, more about like like I said, why it's a good song. I think he did Dreams and uh, the other one that's popular. Maybe it was Chains? Landslide. Cha- the Chain. He did the, the Chain, chain as I well. Don't, I don't remember what it's called. The Chain. Yeah. So he talked about Dreams and the Chain, and both both. I mean, obviously, excellent songs that have made their way back around to the mainstream th- uh, 40, 50, 40 years on. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty ridiculous, but famous you know. on TikTok now. Yeah, everything's famous on TikTok, bro. Haven't you heard? Yes. Give All it right, time. some some last quick ones. I've yeah, got, uh, let's go. History of Rome. Oh, nice. <laughs> hosted by uh, Mike Duncan, which I haven't listened to in a while, but I really got into it when I was super into history. I still am into history, but I just I go through waves, you know. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta get into it, get out of it, so you can get into it again. Exactly. But it's if you like, ever wanted to know about like the history of kind of like the biggest empire of like the modern world, oh, not, not the modern world, the ancient world, mm. um. This is this is the podcast. I okay. listened to a few, and this is the one I found the most in depth and interesting, awesome. and easiest to follow. Yeah, cool. And it's just really entertaining for all your like, history all, folks out there. Yeah, for all your history uh, nerds, it's great. Um, I listened to a bit of Philosophize This, hosted uh, by Stephen West, which I, I haven't listened to much recently. But once again, just another really good philosophy um, podcast. Kind of goes back to like. Greek philosophy gives you a bit of like a history lesson on like Mm. the classics, you know? Yeah, right. Aristotle. The classics. (laughs) I much prefer their older stuff. (laughs) I much prefer their older stuff. Um, I just remember this podcast that I listened to. They haven't released a season two yet, but season one was excellent, well put together, pretty just like, ooh, scary. Um, Crime podcast, I guess it was. Hell yeah. The Night Driver. Mm, um, Cool. uh, About this uh, guy, This, I guess it's more about the woman, a woman, Janine Vaughan in Bathurst. Who ah oh, yeah you've told me about got that. picked up into a car and was 
never turned up again. Crazy. It's crazy. Scary. <laughs> so scary. Like, like never. Like the last she was seen was security footage of her getting into this car. Nobody knows who the car belonged to. Nobody knows who was driving. Nobody knows why she got into the car. But and she's gone. Just a, a person. Just happen, a person. A human being gets into a car. Gone. Never seen again by anyone. And it anyone. happens all the time. I don't yes, know how. It oh. does. You know why? Because men are men suck. Yeah, and men do suck. Men are evil, evil people. And um, dingoes as well. Oh, dingoes, bro. <laughs> don't get me started. Dingoes are the men of the animal kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> and one last one, I just want to shout out the, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, which oh, I literally thank you, man. which I've literally thank listened to like an episode me. of. But I've seen the Midnight Gospel like wow twice through because I love that show. Yeah, I need to watch. It. I need, I'm I'm too scared to watch the last episode. Oh my god, I'm too scared man. to watch it without spoiling it too much. It, yeah, it gets really into like death. And, yeah, uh, for sure. Because it speaks to his mother that um who passed away passed away like three weeks after the episode was recorded. Yeah, which is just insane. And they they did it because that she knew she, yeah, was, she knew dying. she was dying, and yeah. it was all about like how you know um she's not scared of death and she's like welcoming of it. And yeah. She's, like, you know, whatever that's this a, next chapter in life brings me, like, that's, I'm here for it. That's a big thing that comes it's up. It's heavy. Yeah, that's something that comes up in Metaphysical Milkshake as well. They've, I think they've, Duncan, Duncan Trussell had Rain and Reza. That's awesome. On, on his show at some point. Anyway, um, yeah, something that comes up is like how all of a sudden death was like something to be afraid of because I guess people with money and power realize that like if if people are afraid of something, you can sell them something that you that they think is going to, separate them for sure so like funeral services didn't become a thing until like like mid 20th century or something like that and, because, and yeah like somebody just was just like well i'll just like make the dead bodies look good and then everybody will be scared of death and because like it used to just be like somebody died throw them on straight yeah, legit, like, <laughs> like, you know, bury them like exactly that, that's what it's like in for i think it's like a, <laughs> it reminds me of the scene from um <laughs> what do you call it the big lebowski yeah, <laughs> where at the very end, if spoilers for the Big Lebowski, a really niche spoiler, but whatever. Yeah, um, it is a bit of a spoiler. It's like, uh, yeah, but when uh, what's his name? Steve Buscemi. Yeah, but I can't remember his character. Nah, I, don't, I don't remember. Don, Donny, I think he's Donny. Yeah, yeah, I think Donny. Yeah. Um, he passes away from like a, just a, a heart sudden attack. heart attack, which is <laughs> so sad. And then like they're at the crematorium. Well, they've crem- cremated him already, and they're at the uh, funeral parlor, and the guy's just like, uh, you can we can put him in one of our most modest receptacles. And then Donnie's, and then like uh, John Goodman's character is like, I don't want to pay for a fucking two hundred dollar receptacle to put my friend. Yeah. In. <laughs> and so he puts him in like a tomato a, soup can. A tomato <laughs> soup can, because it's just like, what's the point? And yeah, then like 100%. when they spread the ashes, like they all blow back into his face because <laughs> he's on top of the mountain. The dude, dude, that, and he's just like takes his glasses off and he's like. What the fuck, man? John Goodman's character in in The Big Lebowski Hilarious. is so like heart wrenchingly tragic. Yes, but like Menacing. it's like it's like Shakespearean tragedy where it's like if you can look past that, you know, this is a character and all this stuff sucks, but life goes on. Then yeah. it's hilarious, you know. Exactly. It's it's literally like Shakespeare. And like, I think it's really funny to see it, like them kind of st- stick the finger up to like capitalism and be like. You know, like who cares what receptacle my friends are? Still my friends. <laughs> I don't. Regardless, I don't. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's a thing in uh, I, f- I forget which faith it is, but Reza Aslan's faith, his mm. his faith that he grew up with, and he's teaching his kids. It's a big thing to just be like, when somebody dies, you don't take them to a you don't take them to like a a cemetery. You no. just you bury them in your backyard. Yeah, for sure. Like just like just in the hole. You know, that's Precisely. it. Precisely because yeah, I think it's yeah the stigmatism around death. But like that it's going to be like this really scary and like 
like menacing thing is just you know it's it's a bit crazy to me well, I, I, like, guess... I understand being afraid of death and i can't say that i'm not like scared of death but yeah. it's like you know i think it's I, I don't think i'm scared of death i think i just like life exactly i think that's you know? the thing and i think one of my favorite things i've read on the internet is that like you know we've already lived the nothingless void before life why are we so scared of dying yeah, for sure. It's like, you know, we've, we've all we've been not been born before. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't, we don't remember any of it because, like, I guess that's how it is. <laughs> I think, can I just say, I've just had a thought. Can we do an episode on soul? Yes, that's a genius idea. Thank you. Maybe I, we do that next week. Yeah, we'll, we can. We'll, we'll, we can we'll see. It up a bit. And then we can watch Soul again. Yeah, which good I'm idea. For. <laughs> Soul's a really beautiful good episode. movie. Uh, episode, <laughs> episode of Disney Pixar. Yeah, no, great, beautiful, great movie. movie. Yes, fantastic, fantastic. Anyway, but yeah, it talks about like death before you know, and like I guess the way I try to look at it is that you know, death and life are as common as each other. Yeah, for me, sure. me living is is just a, a sign and a reflection of the fact that I'm going to die as well. Precisely. Like, I have to be, however grateful I am for life, I have to be as grateful for death. Yeah. Because they come hand in hand. For sure. You know, I can't just be like, I like this part, but I don't like this part. Get that away from me. <laughs> no, but you can't do that. It's Yin you, and Yang, man. Yeah, exactly. Those bloody Confucianists knew it. Bro. <sighs> so long, uh, Buddha. Bro. He started to set off underneath a tree and said, Death is okay. And everyone was like, <laughs> that guy's a genius. <laughs> he's, yeah, he sat under a tree for like months and was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, I see. Life is meaningless. You just need to be nice to people and living things and you'll be okay. Awesome. Word. Word. Well, this ended much the same as the last podcast. <laughs> really deep for no particular reason. Yeah, um, referencing Buddhism. and. But yeah, if you've got any other podcasts. Um, um the Duncan Trussell Family Hour is a big one. I listened to a few episodes of that. It's pretty interesting. I wish I sort of wish that he had a bit more of a uh, culturally diverse. Oh, not culturally. Yeah, culturally, racially diverse uh, guest. He has a lot, a lot of, of white. a lot of Anglo-Saxon people on, yeah. which is all right, which is fine. And you know, they all have they bring their perspectives to the to For the sure. world. And I'm not saying white people are the devil <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Just, diversity is cool. Yeah, diversity is very cool. I, I wish I, there was a little bit of that. But, like, you know, that's just some people just. That's life. Wish some, was a bit of diversity some, in life. Some people just don't really see, like, you know, like. Yeah, oh, bro, yeah. I, I, just, I guess I just don't see color. I, just, I guess I just don't see color. <laughs> um, and also shout out Midnight Gospel, which is a fantastic Midnight TV Gospel, show, excellent TV show. Lots him, of fun. Duncan Trussell, Thingo. Um, yeah. Family podcast. Family hour. Yeah. Bad. No, it's, it, it's really good. Yeah. Duncan Trussell Family Hour, Midnight Gospel, Hamish and Andy, Friendship Onion, Mad Pod, Pod, Metaphysical Milkshake, Night Driver, Song Exploder, Strong Songs. History of Rome. History of Rome. Philosophize this. Philosophize this. Uh, and the Plug Podcast. And the Plug Podcast. Go listen. Probably coming at the beginning of next year. Yeah, we'll start recording. Tentative announcement. Yeah. There's if you listen to the 10 people who are still here listening. To the Plug you get, Plus. You get the exclusive knowledge of uh, that the the Plug uh, Podcast. The main main series. We'll yeah. be back probably in like end of January next year. I'd Maybe like. Maybe early Feb. Yeah, early Feb probably. I think we'll record mid-January. We just thought let's start afresh. Because nobody's nobody's doing anything over November December. If we were if we were to record a podcast and ask guests like, hey, what are you gonna what are you planning on doing? Everybody would say, I don't know, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing. I guess. So yeah, cool. Listen to the plug podcast because that's my last recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> my last and final and most important recommendation. 
Go listen to the Plug Podcast. It gets better as you go along. And uh, the post-credits uh, podcast recommendation is uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> no, nah, just kidding. I mean, if you want to listen to, you know. A dickhead. A, a two dickheads talk. Go yeah. listen to uh, that with Elon Musk. <laughs> listen to it. Pretty hilarious. It is pretty funny. Um, all, all the Kanye West ones even funnier. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? I think you were going to say goodbye. What are we going to do next year? Uh, next year? Next year? Next week. Soul? Do you want to do Soul or yeah, do you want to do something else? Because then we can do the 10, al- uh, 10 out of 10 albums the week hard. Because I feel like that's really similar to the one we did today, except it's just music instead of podcast. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Let's do Soul. Done. Let's go on to the browse list on, on podcasts on podcasts and rattle, rattle them off until okay, uh, cool. the music fades us out. <clears throat> and Q Music. Wondery by Suspect. Drag- no, it's called Suspect by Wondery. So the Dragon Friends podcast. Sword and Scale by Incongruity. <laughs> Dimension 20. Bad Blood, the final chapter by 324. Two Bears, One Cake.